Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to one and all. Uh, thank you for sharing a few minutes with me in your family time. Of course, some of you are by yourself. Uh, and depending on what time you watch this particular uh, devotional, <clears throat> just a few minutes together, uh, you may be with uh, one or more of your family. You may be by yourself. You may have open gifts. You might be anxiously awaiting uh, to open gifts. You might be reminiscing of Christmas's past. You may be at a party. The list just goes on. But of course, we say Merry Christmas because we want to embrace uh, this wonderful, wonderful holiday and the season that goes along with it. Remembering right in the middle of all that is the greatest story the world's ever known. That for unto us, a Savior has been given and born. So let's read together the Christmas story, Luke's account, Luke chapter 2. I'm going to just read at verse... Uh, I really want to start at verse 8. There's a lot to the story, but we're going to focus on these, yeah, the shepherds. <clears throat> verse 8, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude. I love this vision right here of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that has been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told them. At this Christmas time and so many different facets of the story. Of all the different individuals in the story, it's these shepherds that we can relate to the most in our day. Oh, not that we're shepherds, not that we have sheep bleeding around and the stench or the process of, of getting the wool from them and making a living from it. No, not those things. The reality is that they were common people caught up in this story. They were just out doing what they've always done. Probably second, third, fourth generation shepherds. And yet on this night, these select shepherds were privileged to, to be given a notice from an angel that for unto you is a wonderful, wonderful, glorious thing unfolding, a, a message of good news and joy. 
not just to you, but to all people, but you're gonna start the story. You're gonna get the story out. Don't fear about this. And the word that is used there that I wanna bring out in this few minutes together is this word, behold. Behold. In other words, get ready, shepherds. Get ready, you, myself. Get ready to receive the message. Not just hear it, but listen to the message to perceive what's really being said. For unto us, unto us, a child has been given, yeah. Oh, a cooing baby, isn't it beautiful? But this baby's special, for he is the savior of the world, and his name is Jesus. The message was that there would be peace on earth, and we, we love singing the Christmas carols, and we like embracing that when the, when the Savior would come, that everybody's gonna get along. Uh, we know that didn't happen, and it's not happening now. No, the better rendition of that is, he will give peace only to those with whom God's kindness has been shown. You and I have been privileged, just like those shepherds back then, to have received this kindness. And as a result, if we will accept the gift of Christmas, we can have peace, peace. Maybe not peace from wars around the globe or rumors of wars, maybe not conflicts at work or struggles in our families, but peace in our heart that he's promised for unto us peace. And of course, then we look at these shepherds and say, well, then what's the takeaway? The takeaway is just what we've already stated. They heard, but they also listened. They went on down into Bethlehem and, and yeah, there's Joseph and, there's Mary and there's the baby, just like we were told. And so they shared with them, Joseph and Mary, and it's obvious others had come by that time. Why are these shepherds coming down? What's that, what's that star about? What's, what's all this commotion about? A lot of action in the city because the census was being taken, taxes were being paid, a lot of activity. And the shepherds told the story and people marveled at, these are just common people sharing this incredible story. And that's where you and I are as well. We're continuing. So with your families today, share the story one more time. The story of good news. And that there's peace that's being offered, but only to those who will receive the kindness of the Lord. I read one little story that reminded me of kind of where we are as we close out in this devotion. In 1961, there was a Russian cosmonaut sent into the stratosphere, into space, Yuri Gagarin. And he uh, enjoyed his trip, his mission, of course, and had to give report to the Russian premier, Nikita Khrushchev, of what he was experiencing. What did he discover? What did his natural eye see? His report back to the Russian premier was, there's no God there. C.S. Lewis, in his book, The Seeing Eye, referenced situations like this. He said, you know, if God is going to reveal himself, he wouldn't do it like a man on the second floor to the man on the first floor. No, God doesn't relate to us that way. C.S. Lewis's insight was God would do it more like Shakespeare did with Hamlet. Where you see, Shakespeare not only 
created Hamlet. <laughs> he created his world. And he revealed himself in the play. That's exactly what God has done for us. He has sent to us his son to be our savior. And he's still revealing himself, yes, even in a hustle and bustle of a Christmas season. Maybe you're alone. Maybe you're sick today. Maybe this Christmas doesn't have the gifts around the tree like it once did. Maybe you're no longer young. Maybe, 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 maybe. However, whatever the circumstances, whether they're the best ever or were diminished in what we once knew, what hasn't diminished is the good news. For unto us, say it right now to yourself, unto me, a Savior has been given. Yes, it's in this moment of perspective that I once again get the proper perspective. I'm helpless without him. If he hadn't come, I would be lost. If he hadn't given his life, I would be lost eternally. But because he came and because he sacrificed and because he's still alive and because he's coming again, I have hope. I've received the good news and in my heart I have peace. So once again, may I greet you with a Merry Christmas and a God bless you. Enjoy this time as the best you can. Let's pray together. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for this season. And in this moment, this short, brief moment that we've spent together, we want to give you thanks for the greatest gift the world's ever known. And we're still receiving it today, and we embrace it, and we're not going to let it go. We thank you for your love, for your life, and for the promises. In Jesus' name, amen you. Amen to you. God bless.